in the know for Monday, March 29th, the 88th day of 2021. There are 277 days left in the year. Good morning, MB, getting you through in the know at K105. On Litchfield's Country Station, 1039 The Moose, live online at K105.com, via the Apple and Android smartphone app, using the SoundCloud or iTunes podcast on Facebook Watch, on YouTube Live, on Periscope. And the hashtag is in the know. Coming up today, we update you on the latest news headlines from around the community, the county, the Commonwealth, and the country. We kick off uh, Passion Week. It's Holy Monday and uh, counting down to Easter Sunday. That and a whole lot more coming up today here on In the Know. Settling into my left, rolling Mach 9 with her hair on fire. Here's my beautiful wife, the beautiful girl. It's Beach. Good morning, sweetheart. Good morning. How are you doing? I'm good. Do you have a favorite Easter candy? Of all the Easter candies that are uh, uh, at your disposal, do you have one that you look forward to more than another? Probably so. A Cadbury egg. Cadbury egg. Yeah, those are very popular. I I don't love to eat them, but it's something about the sentiment. Yeah. I got it because of the fancy foil wrapper and uh, and you only being on get an them end cap. That time of year. True, Reese's eggs are the most popular. Second on the list, jelly beans, followed by chocolate bunnies, then Cadbury eggs. The bottom of the Easter candy favorite list will come no surprise is. Peeps. Yep, we knew it. We knew it. Peeps has outkicked their coverage, and now nobody, people kind of like, eh, about Peeps. She's the pride of Pumpkin Center, the heiress to the great mini burger fortune. She's Vera Wang's arch nemesis and the professional bargain hunter's woman of the year. She's Misty Embry Thomas. Hey. How's Misty? I'm well. How are you? I'm doing well. Are jelly beans your favorite? They are one of my favorites. I can't have them because of the red food diet, but yeah. I absolutely love the Easter jelly beans. They're the best. The yeah. Starburst. Uh, you know, uh, Reese's has done something different this year. In addition to the eggs, they've done the carrots. So if you prefer like carrot shape instead mm-hmm. of the egg shape Come on. for your uh, chocolate and peanut butter combination. I've not seen, I've not had one. I've not seen one. I was made aware that they are having them um, this year. I'll tell you my favorite are the Lindor, the Lind- Lindor little tiny lambs and rabbits that they do. Oh, they do that? Yes, they do. I- they're cute. Oh, they're wow. packaged very well. And they're the best chocolate in the whole wide world. Deliciousness. Okay, well, I want to give a little cautionary tale to Lent then. I'd like to showcase to them Exhibit A being the story of Peeps. Hmm. Uh, we love we we love Lent, and mm-hmm. we love their truffles, and I love to buy them at Christmas, and they're, they're, they're spherical, they're perfectly round, and they're delicious. And I look forward to them at Christmas. I would just be careful about trying to invade all the other holidays, or you might find yourself at the bottom of the list, kind of like Peeps found themselves. No, but Lent didn't come out as an Easter candy. This would be like Hertz saying Hershey shouldn't make a chocolate rabbit. Hmm. Okay. All right. I'm just saying you can overplay your, your hand. Lent can never you can, overplay. It Lent, can't? No. All right. Lent just, should just be checking. all the things. I have been fascinated the last few days with the clogging of the Suez Canal. Mm-hmm. It was two weeks ago, <laughs> maybe three weeks ago, I told you that for some reason I have uh, of late become more interested in nautical traffic mm-hmm. in the way that 
that ships traverse the globe and they get our goods from here to there and the and the routes that they take. Uh, they were commissioning a new cruise ship for Royal Caribbean and they were doing what's called a transference and they're handing it over to the cruise line for sea trials, etc. But then along comes this ever, it's not evergreen, it's, um, it says evergreen on the side. Mm-hmm. Uh, what's on the side and the name of the ship are two different things. But after clogging the Suez Canal for uh, over a week, yeah. two tugboats have now, well, not just two tugboats, but two tugboats were able to get first the uh, back end of the ship freed <clears throat> about uh, 10 to 12 hours ago. And just moments before the show started, said they have been able to free the bow of the ship and now they will start to get this uh, ship, this container ship, out of the Suez Canal, get it back on its way. It's going to take 10 days to clear the traffic. 320 ships were backlogged because they couldn't get through the Suez Canal. So imagine what one container ship is carrying. Right. Imagine what 320, they're not all container ships, but imagine the goods that 320 ships are trying to carry around the globe. Some of them decided to take the long way around the Horn of Africa, which is extremely expensive to do. But it uh, it makes you – there are obviously medical supplies. Mm-hmm. There are commercial goods. There's, uh, I will presume, oil that uh, is being uh, transferred through the Suez Canal. So I'll be curious to know a few weeks or months from now what we have supply chain issues yeah. just because we yeah. had a clogged Suez Canal. Got sideways. I do – Sam, if you could bring the picture back. This bottom vessel. Mm-hmm. It's okay. See that bottom vessel, though, the rusty looking thing there that it's wedged up against? That barge. Okay, what Mm -hmm. I'm going to ask some graphic designer to do is to make that look like a stick of butter. Because I'm pretty for sure that's how they got it unstuck, <laughs> right? Like Mama grease the sides, you know, when you get yeah. the ring stuck on your finger. Now, what's more importantly, if you're watching this photo, it's an aerial of what many of us have seen. Mm-hmm. So you'll see some um, over in the direction of where the ship is pointing, you see some vehicular traffic. And I've seen some photographs mm-hmm. taken from ground level shooting back toward the side. And that little bitty digger. That's mm-hmm. on the side, a scoop at a time, <laughs> trying to free this massive ship is is very. Um, it, it sometimes makes me feel like my life. It's like digging a grave with a teaspoon. A scoop at a time. That's exa- that's exactly yeah. it. That's and where so, you say, "Oh, bless it." Luckily, it has been free. I need to know what morning. happened. There's obviously not an iceberg. They got it off course. Sandstorm. Sandstorm. No, I need to know the real story. Sandstorm, major gust of wind, and mm-hmm. it's there's not much nav- navigation each yeah. side. That, that's Somebody at least, was drinking. That's the official word that we're yeah. that we're uh, being given. I mean, when this ship <laughs> makes big <laughs> equipment, you would see in a quarry. Why makes, is this thing allowed to be in the Suez Canal? Exactly. It's too big. It, it kind of makes you wonder. You don't put a car in a bathtub. Well, so one of the things they were going to do is they were going to take the fuel out of the tanks to get it to float, mm-hmm. to get it refloated. But then they were feared if they took too much fuel out of the tanks too quickly, it would capsize yeah, because all those containers, the weight yeah. of it would, I mean, Dolly Parton, we all know how that engineering works, right? Just, Can't do it. It, it won't. 
doesn't work out That's well. successful imagery. You see what I'm talking about. <laughs> a little top-heavy. Sunny and cool today. We'll see warm in the 70s for tomorrow before showers light up the radar toward evening tomorrow. Thursday and Friday, freezing conditions are likely. Um, I We may be being optimistic of having 72 as our high on Sunday, but uh, we're, we're hoping that we will get there. A uh, sunny and 63 today, clear and 45 tonight, and rain chance 30%. Showers late tomorrow, high of 74. <laughs> oh, speaking of weather-related issues, the National Weather Service was in Grayson County on Friday, and they did verify that an EF0 tornado was uh, responsible for the damage that uh, was caused in the Millerstown Road area. The maximum sustained winds of 85 miles per hour struck a little after 9 o'clock on Thursday night. The tornado uh, was about 40 to 50 yards wide, was on the ground for just less than a mile. Being able to see some of the aerial photography and the uh, and the circular rotation that uh, it caused. I didn't know we had an EF0. So just barely on the tornado scale, the uh, the twister at LaRue County was an EF1, which means sustained winds of 100 miles per hour. But if you suffered damage, you don't care if it's an EF0 or an EF1, the end result is the same. But Ooh, look uh, at the travel path across the field. That's interesting yeah, to see. Diagonally, yeah, it was just a, it was huh. a, it was a 40 to 50 yards wide and huh. down that's one of the things about uh, Millerstown. You know, it's a flatter area, mm-hmm. and once they get down and get going, then they will. Uh, there's not much to obstruct their path. Uh, COVID nineteen numbers. Governor Bashir reported over the weekend a total of 998 cases, so under a thousand for the two days combining Saturday and Sunday. 637 on Saturday, 361 on Sunday brings us to 425,000 all time. 23 new deaths reported over the weekend. Victims on a ventilator dropped by seven people. We're now under 40 to 39 people. And the positivity rate still under 3%, so more and more yellow all the time. Uh, Still makes me wonder, after 11 straight weeks of declining totals, we still see issues like Lyon County at 26.1, Simpson County with 41.5, if the numbers are accurate, Whitley County at 27.6. Now, I don't know this for a fact, but I think I know that in Lyon County, is Eddyville where Lyon County is? is I'm Lyon? not for sure. All right. So it makes me wonder if there's a facility yeah, like the state sense. penitentiary or mm-hmm. something. in these. There is a federal prison, I believe, in Whitley County. Uh, or at least in that general area. So it makes me wonder why these counties are so high uh, in contrast to their neighbors and some of the other states that are around them. There has to be a logical explanation. The governor has said that he will extend the mask mandate. It is set to expire today. He said he wants to extend the mandate until more Kentuckians receive a COVID-19 vaccine. While the governor is choosing to wait to lift the mask mandate, he noted that more than a third of Kentucky adults have received at least one COVID vaccine. And he says the governor added that every adult in Kentucky will have the opportunity to to receive the vaccine by the end of May. Is he signaling to us that he's going to try to the mask mandate until the end of May? 
don't think so. If the logic is that we want more, we want everyone <laughs> to have a, uh, an opportunity. Because the, here's what I understand about the science. If you have been vaccinated, you are protected, but you still have the ability to transmit to those who have not been vaccinated. So, therefore, that's the logic for saying we still need to wear masks. Mm-hmm. There has to be a day, though, when we say, all right, if you've not been vaccinated, we're all taking our masks off. So then it's going to be up to you. I, I can't I can't protect you any longer mm-hmm. because you've been given an opportunity <clears throat> to be vaccinated if you want to. If you've declined to then I'm not going to feel any level of responsibility if something you know unfortunate happens to you in the COVID space. But interestingly enough, I read today that one quarter of Americans say they will wear masks all the time going forward. Slightly more, 31% say they think they will wear a face mask only in special circumstances. And another 23% of adults say they will not wear face masks ever again once things go back to semi-normal. So when do we take them off? When yeah. do we? You know, a friend of my, uh, mine and I ate lunch after church yesterday in a local restaurant, and we both jumped out without them on and realized when we got inside, we didn't have them on. But they seated us immediately where we could take them off. So we didn't go back and get them. We did choose not to use the restroom because mm-hmm. we didn't have mask on. So I was noticing how many people are wearing, and there was probably 75% still getting up and wearing them to pay and leave. But there's a, a good 25, 30% who they're already going mask free. So with us, it was just we forgot to put them on. I'm still not in a good habit of that. But I do feel like that I'll be part of that 31% moving forward that will wear my mask in large crowds. Okay. Just because I've enjoyed Absolutely. not having any contagious sickness this winter, like the flu or mm-hmm. the cold or other th- stomach viruses, things I tend to pick up. I have used so Asian travelers as an example several <clears throat> mm-hmm. times this season that before a year ago, mm-hmm. we would travel to certain locations and you might see somebody who you knew was from the continent of Asia mm-hmm. and they were wearing a mask because they're just accustomed to doing this when they are traveling in places that are unfamiliar to them or if they might be experiencing, be symptomatic in some way. And so it just become more commonplace for them. Whereas those, uh, those of us in the United States were kicking and screaming going you're not going to make me wear a mask but i think that we've seen some byproducts of it certainly seasonally where there is a large percentage of people who are going to say i see where this can be a benefit to me situationally Mm -hmm. Uh, but it, it was not lost on me yesterday how odd it's going to be how equally odd it's going to be for me to be in a congregation a church when the masks come off for the first time. Yeah. Because I know how odd it was the first Sunday that the masks were on. I'm like, oh, I hate this. This is terrible. This is awful. Yeah. And it's still not good. Yeah. But now it's going to be weird. You know, you've been like relying upon seeing people's eyes and <laughs> like, what are, how are we supposed to act? It's your whole face. It's going to be so strange. <laughs> Here's what I like about the mask going forward. It's going to give the opportunity for every kid who has awful blemishes or acne from the nose down to cover them up. People who suffer with fever blisters, you know, who don't, they're embarrassed or ashamed. Mm-hmm. You now have the ability to just mask it up. You don't yeah. have to deal through the shame and the embarrassment of that. Kids with braces for the first time. You know, all those things that you just don't like. Now you have a face mask and an excuse and it's 
partially normal. All you got to do is give it the modified sweet brown. I got coronavirus. I, got, I don't want the virus. Yeah. <laughs> so I'm gonna yeah. wear. I'm gonna wear a mask. Um, yeah, I probably will too. Especially. Oh no, no, wait a minute. Wait, I'm not saying I'm going to. I'm saying you can justify wearing a mask. Sure, yeah. So I'm going to wear well, a mask because I've got. I might have coronavirus, well, or I just before. might not want you to see my face. I would stop and get a mask and wear here if I ever felt like I had a fever, or contagious, and needed to do the show, and it felt really weird. Um, we have a photo. Yeah, it was weird <laughs> when Michael Jackson would wear his mask around. We all thought that was so strange, but now it's not strange anymore. Uh, so. That was just the tip of the iceberg of strange for yeah. him, but uh, we, we got past it. Mm-hmm. Uh, well, many of us got past it. A uh, sad story out of Murray. The body of a Murray State mm-hmm. student has been identified and man charged with her murder. The body of a Murray State uh, University student was found Friday morning in Callaway County. State police say a man has been charged with her murder. Detectives have identified uh, 21-year-old Sarah Townsend, whose body was discovered early Friday morning in southern Callaway County in a ditch. After getting help from a student profile and family members, autopsy reports determined Townsend, originally from Farmville, Virginia, died from multiple gunshot wounds. And on Friday evening, investigators learned that Murray State University police were asked to conduct a welfare check on Townsend after she failed to report to work that afternoon. Early Saturday morning, they um, they found her Toyota Camry had returned to Kentucky and being driven by a suspect, 21-year-old Julius Sotomayor, was arrested early Saturday morning at his home in Dexter, which I presume is in uh, Callaway County. Horrific. This is every parent's nightmare when they send their kids to college. Mm, especially when you send your kids to college out of state. Yes. You know, it's, uh, you know, to be parents in Virginia, and I don't know how long she's been in Kentucky, but... Um, you got if you're from Virginia, you got some level of root system in Virginia, and you say, "Hey, I'm going off. I'm going, you know, two states away, or the other end of our neighboring state." Mm-hmm. And it's like you just kind of brace yourself for the the worst. Uh, spring break is next week. If you're interested, the Lincoln Birthplace is to re, uh, Lincoln Birthplace is to reopen their visitor center uh, next month. So technically April. They closed it in January to install a new fire suppression system. It's not going to open until the 8th, though, so it will be the following week after spring break. So you can't squeeze it in, but you can do it during spring if you want to get back to uh, checking that out. Howard Schnellenberger played his high, uh, played his college football at Kentucky and coached at the University of Louisville. Uh, one of those rare instances where both Louisville and Kentucky fans can have a mutual admiration for someone. Mm-hmm. Uh, he was instrumental in building the U of L football program, instrumental in building the Miami football program, the Florida Atlantic football program. Howard Schnellenberger passed at age 87 over the weekend. So sad to hear of his passing. Good news for the UK women, though. They beat Oregon 60 to 42 to head to the women's elite eight. So the UK mm-hmm. women. Uh, still continuing to uh, carry the torch for Kentucky uh, for basketball in the Bluegrass State. The regional, the boys' regional tournaments are set, and the Sweet 16 to begin on Wednesday in Lexington is uh, set. Going to be exciting. You're going to be able to hear that on 103.9 The Moose. It's going to be odd. There will be four different sessions instead of two sessions each Wednesday, Thursday, and Friday. We'll have more information for you on that coming up. And it was a muddy mess yesterday, so they uh, did not have the mud race at Bristol Motor Speedway. I'm excited. I want to see NASCAR's cup cars on dirt. 
And okay. I, I've never, I've yeah. not, this is novel for them. They had some races last weekend of the lower tiered races, but they had all this ponding of, you know, they had seven inches of rain in Nashville Saturday and Sunday, and that moved on over to East Tennessee and rained out the cup races yesterday. They're going to try and do that this afternoon. It will be on Fox, but yeah, I want to see, you know, you, you put a, you put a NASCAR, a cup car on dirt. It almost has to go sideways to get through the turns. Yeah. And I want to see that. I want to see that happen. I'm super excited about that. Maybe they'll get it in today. So there you go. You're all caught up. Got to get to a break. We'll come back. Got plenty more on the way. Hang around here on In the Know. week uh, kicked off yesterday with Palm Sunday. It is also Mom and Pop Business Day today. It is Vietnam Veterans Day today, commemorating uh, the departure of the final uh, U.S. troops out of Vietnam. We'll tell you more about that when we talk about historical events today. But uh, beginning off the uh, beginning off uh, Passion Week, and uh, we will start the move toward Good Friday. And, of course, Resurrection Sunday coming up a little bit later. Uh, I guess uh, now the countdown is on, a week from yesterday. Uh, brackets. So the uh, we're going to find out who gets to go to the Final Four tonight. There are two games, and there will be two games tomorrow. Uh, Misty, I re- regret to inform you that you've been officially mathematically eliminated <clears throat> from the contest. That's what I hear. Yeah. Uh, you have scored 44 points and your maximum points opportunity was 44. Mm-hmm. So um, I hadn't looked at the brackets in a week because I, I am so completely uninterested. Uh, let's see. Uh, Ken Hallett is in uh, first place currently. But um, Ken's maximum points, uh, 82 out of a current 50. So his stay atop the top is probably going to be uh, short-lived. Whitney Carmen and Sheriff Chaffins are both tied at uh, in second. I'm tied in second place as well, but that's a misleading second place because they can still score 127 points out of their 47. I can score only 119 out of 47. So, Miss Buckles, um, you are in fifth place by yourself. With 46 points, uh, 78 is the maximum number of points, and poor uh, poor Princess Tiana and Uncle Sam uh, rounding out the the bottom. Except Sam can still score more points than I can, but it's going to require some heroicism for it to happen. It's been kind of a fun tournament. UCLA buzzer beater last night to force overtime, and... I have. It's just been so odd to not care about the outcome of any of the games. Yeah. It's just been a what I will hope is a once in a lifetime 
Oh, sorry. Sorry. Well, so when I went to um, Mercantile Market yesterday, I felt weird wearing, like, my U.K. stuff. I have. Yeah. I mean, because normally this time of year, I would have on all my... Yeah, it's your March wardrobe. Yeah. yeah. But it's it felt been, weird. It's like, mm, Been a little right. bit different. Yeah, I've had to, you know, like, well, what am I going to wear instead of that? Uh, Easter, of course, um, is this weekend, this Sunday. You can get Oreo cookies and cream eggs this season. Oreo may not be the first brand that comes to mind when you think of Easter, but that hasn't stopped them from giving us something delicious to throw into our baskets. They've already spoiled us with s'mores, cookies, and cream, uh, cookies and strawberry frosted donut flavors, but they now have these um, Easter treats, chocolate-shelled eggs filled with cookie and cream pieces. Yes, no, maybe, okay. I would maybe. try it okay. because I love the Oreo, but... I'm usually not no, a lover of those those cookie and cream things. I'm going to eat such a finite amount of Easter candy mm-hmm. that I can think I want to stick with the tried and true. Mm-hmm. And just give me the, if I'm going to spend the calories, just give me the eggs or yep. the carrots or whatever it's going to be and just call it a day. Yep. Well, I, I just don't like cream, so. Yeah. 7-Eleven, if you have a 7-Eleven near you, is selling Peeps lattes. I'm going to be out on that. So, you know, Pepsi announced, or we told you last week, Pepsi uh-huh. had a Peeps-flavored uh, soda. I'm out on that, certainly, yeah. Yeah. for two reasons, Peeps-flavored and Pepsi. But 7-Eleven says their lattes, if you swing by, you can get a uh, Peeps-flavored latte. You know, I'm just not a big fan of marshmallows. No. Nor am I. I a little bit of marshmallow in something goes a long, mm-hmm. long way. And marshmallow cream looks Wrong. Mm-mm. Well, in so, Rice Krispie treats. Yes. That's yes. It. But other than that, no. That or burnt over a campfire with a s'more. Well, I can actually do a spoon in the actual, like the marshmallow cream jar. I can do that. No, One time. This is where I'm going to say I don't know that you can. The spoon goes in. Do you actually get it out? You can. Mm-hmm. It's not easy. It requires whoever freed, <laughs> whoever opened the Suez Canal is the <laughs> one that has to get into the like, marshmallow cream. I don't want to fight with my food to eat it. Like, get out of the jar. like, a little bit. Maybe it's a superfood because it's a deterrent to eat it. (laughs) Maybe that's all I need in my house. You have to showcase dominance over it (laughs) for it to succumb to you. (laughs) Go, fine, take me. (laughs) It's a defiant sort of food. I guess. And then Red Bull is coming out with sugar-free coconut. Because coconut was not bad enough to begin with. The coconut edition, sugar-free of Red Bull. It is on the rare occasion that I will have a sugar-free Red Bull. It's got to be just it's a very unique. I, I don't. I, I couldn't. I don't even have one once a month. Maybe twice a year. But there's something about. It, I think I want one of those, and I don't know why. I understand that they're bad for you. No, oh, they're terrible. But I do not want. But what's funny is I won't drink a Monster Energy drink. I don't – I it, there's nothing about when I see them, I go, boy, I'd like to have one of those. There's just something in particular yeah. about the Red Bull. And there's, I go, there's a real thing. You know, the Red Bull crash is a real thing. Mm-hmm. So Jason decided to have two Red Bulls one night. We were driving through Florida, and all of a sudden we're driving down the road, and I happened to just wake up about five minutes before that. And he did the sharp veer over to the bridge. I thought we were having a wreck, and he stopped. And he didn't even get out of the vehicle. He scooted over towards me and just fell asleep. 
And I'm like, so I guess I'm driving. Hmm. Like he, it was, it was a Red Bull crash. So once he came to, I'm like, what happened? So if you have the Red Bull coconut edition, do your wings, are they palm fronds? I hope so. Like if it gives you wings, is it more tropical? Do you get a different type of wings than the normal Red Bull wings? That would be awesome. I would think. It, it, it just. I just don't drink that stuff, people. (laughs) He's never had it since then. He's never, he said, I've never experienced that in my life. That's what I mean. I have a friend um, who works down at Western, and I um, I love him dearly, so he won't mind me mentioning, David Brinkley, who runs all the WKU, PBS, and mm-hmm. he I just drinks Red Bull all the time. I think, oh, it's, I can't. I can't well, it tastes terrible. I can't imagine doing I don't. I mean, I know I've had, I've, I've tasted one, but it's been so long I can't even tell you what it tastes like. But. It's just such a guilty pleasure. I think that's what it is. I, I am not supposed to drink that, but I want Listen, one. Listen, watching that happen to Jason scared me enough. I would never touch it again. But it was a total God thing because he, we probably would have wrecked had I not been awake. It was a terrifying moment. There are a couple of uh, stories over the last year that are similar to this one that just kind of makes me shake my head and wonder who thinks this is going to work. Police in Ontario said an officer pulled over a motorcyclist whose license plate was clearly homemade and misspelled. <laughs> the Kingston Police Service said patrol officers stopped a motorcycle <laughs> when they noticed the vehicle's license plate didn't quite look official. They tweeted a photo of the hand-painted plate, which was marked for Ontario, but featured the slogan, Live Free or Die, mm. which is from the U.S. state of New Hampshire plates. The, lo- uh, the slogan misspelled the word free. Dang it. So and close. so I, 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 I this, this is my thing. I don't understand. This is going to get more attention than not having a license plate. Mm-hmm. You know, so, look, something that looks out of place will get you stopped faster than just saying, I'm going to chance it without one. Make it look like a temporary tag if you're going to do paper. Sure. That's like, make a paper temporary tag. That's what Certainly you possible. we got to get to a break. We'll come back. We're going to play You Pick Trivia. See how smart you are. Coming up here on In the Know. And you told me who I am. you know this gave me pause when i read it this morning did you know the cookie monster originally had pointy teeth and it made me wonder do i recall that because i was a pretty early adopter of sesame street like i they gave me the secret the down low instructions on how to get to sesame street Mm -hmm. there are a lot of people younger than me it took them a lot longer Mm You know, can you tell me how to get? Well, we'll tell you when you're older. But I found out pretty soon, mm-hmm. and now I think, recall, I look and I think, you know, the Cookie Monster looks different. I think I recall the Cookie Monster today looking slightly different than he did when I was a kid. So they're, they're puppet mouths. It, it kind of sounds familiar that the teeth are like felt laying on, you know, like felt laying flat. Mm-hmm. It's not actually teeth. Sure. Uh, that sounds a little bit familiar. It does seem weird that the Cookie Monster has to gum all of his cookies. Yeah. Because if you, you know, when he just yeah. cookie. Yeah. Cookie. Yeah. And but he speaks pretty well to not have any teeth. If does you, he? If, if you think about it, he doesn't it. really say a well, whole it's, lot. It's, 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 there, <laughs> see, there you go. 
So originally, oh, he see I he do looked remember like that Cookie Monster. Interesting. Yeah, yeah. Wow. and now and now. Oh, who pulled his teeth? Well, the cookies. It was pretty obvious. He <laughs> yeah, ate too many yeah, cookies, cookies and didn't brush his. He didn't brush his teeth. <laughs> well, uh, for me, that's the only one that I recognize. The toothless did, one. Yes, yeah. and he yeah. just shoveled them in. Yes, like, so in the late not chewing in the late sixties, when Sesame Street was launched, and the Cookie Monster had uh, a strong uh, tooth game. Yeah. Well, he was eating cheese snacks in that photo. That's why he was so... Is that what it was, cheese snacks? That's not even the cookie, but that's an imposter. <laughs> yeah. that's, the, that's the issue here. We had a cheese it, monster it, and a cookie monster. Yeah. cheese snack. Yeah. Yeah. Maybe this is yeah, his this first is cousin, cousin, the cheese, cheese monster. monster. <laughs> yeah, and we've, not we've the, solved the crime. And not the, not the cookie mm-hmm. monster. But clearly, that cookie monster was ornery because he had so many teeth. He needed braces. He and got he, some jacked he, up teeth and there he had the front. No, no toothbrush. <laughs> Time to play You Pick Trivia to prove you're the smartest person around the water cooler or on the block or you name it. Whatever geographic area you want to define, you're the smartest of. We'll see how long you've been paying attention to how well you've been paying attention to some current events with today's round of You Pick Trivia. You can play along in the comments section to showcase your mad skills. If you get three out of three today, you win absolutely nothing. Make sure and share it with your friends. All right, question number one, and you pick trivia. In what country is the Suez Canal? In what country is the Suez Canal? Is it in Jordan, Egypt, Libya, or the Bahamas? Jordan, Egypt, Libya, or the Bahamas? In what country is the Suez Canal? I mean, the Suez Canal has been topic of conversation a lot for the last week. Have you identified geographically where the Suez Canal is located? I really should know this. Well, that's the thing. I should know this, too, but I'm like, I have not. We just heard Suez Canal. Would you be more likely to answer where the Panama Canal is? <laughs> Possibly. Would you like to change your question? Misty, have you locked in an answer? Is I, ha- it, I have. Is it Jordan, Egypt, Libya, or the Bahamas? I'm going to say, I wrote down Jordan, but I, I think it's Egypt. You went with Jordan because you have a niece named Jordan? Yeah. Okay. I basically. figured that was the logic. Uh, Beach, what did you answer? I said Libya. You said Libya. If you said Egypt, uh, you were correct. Libya. Egypt is the correct about answer. The Horn of Africa. That's right. Oh. Mm-hmm. See? It splits the Red Sea from the Mediterranean yes. Sea. And I don't have a niece named Jordan. Her name is Gordon. Uh, yeah. Okay. So, <laughs> for show purposes, she she can only be so <laughs> mad at me for you know. So, so I don't. I don't. Yeah. What is a coot? Hey, you're a coot. What is a coot? Is it A, an aquatic bird, B, an ancient piece of igneous rock, C, an appetizer, or D, a wearer of suspenders? Oops, sorry. <laughs> Wrong one. <laughs> what, is, what is a coot? An aquatic bird, an ancient piece of igneous rock, an appetizer, or a wearer of suspenders? He's an old coot. Sometimes we call him an old cuss. He's an old ornery cuss. Yeah. He's an old coot. 
Longmire. Longmire. Nope. I did. Yeah. Uh, I would hear that on this show. Mm-hmm. Ornery Cuss. Mm-hmm. He's, I do an, like it. I like he's an Ornery Cuss. Mm-hmm. All right. Beach, what did you lock in? What is a coot, an aquatic bird, an ancient piece of igneous rock, an appetizer, or a wearer of suspenders? I said an ancient piece of igneous rock. An ancient piece of igneous rock. Misty, what did you say? A aquatic bird. Aquatic bird is correct. If you said aquatic bird, you are Look correct. Question number three, there's a coot. Well, I didn't know that. It was just a guess. But birds have weird names, right? Yes, that's true. Yeah. What color were the first Easter eggs? What color were the first Easter eggs? Blue, brown, red, or magenta? Blue, brown, red, or magenta? What color were the first Easter eggs? Misty wrote this down extremely quickly. Mm-hmm. So either she's just trying to get it over with, or she's got an inside track. Actually, I didn't write anything. I'm, re- I'm recycling. Oh. Blue, really brown, is. red, or magenta. You just picked a letter and you're just staying <laughs> with it? Sticking with it. Seriously. That's like always, always picking paper. the number three horse. <laughs> you know. So I'm going to go with, you guessed it was A, blue? I really do because I think they used, um, what's the, who lays the blue bird, the blue eggs? Robins. Robins, Robins mm-hmm. thank you. A Robin's egg. Okay. Uh, so you say blue, A, Beach, what say you? I also said blue, but not for her reasons. Okay. Did you, is there a reason you said blue? Um, not necessarily. I, I, I would have gone with brown because that's a typical. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Color of egg, but I think when it came like comes to Easter or whatever, you would go with something more colorful. So I chose blue. Okay, well, interesting, in- interesting your logic, but it didn't lead you to the place it should have because red is the answer for the blood of Christ. The blood of Christ caused red to be the color of the very first Easter eggs. Y'all didn't do so well. On oh, I lost all three. Uh, you all did not do so well. Yeah, on, one lucky uh, guess on. Uh, yeah, it's uh, 33% is an F minus. Yeah, yeah. Is, uh, I saw on Saturday Night Live until uh, yesterday, I had no idea who Jack Harlow is. Jack Harlow is the musical guest on Saturday Night Live. He was, do you know who Jack Harlow this is? Sounds familiar. You're going to have to help me. So if, if you're watching, you'll see him standing, standing next to Adam Levine, the second performance of the night, but there should be a shape. Geographic shape around Jack Harlow's neck that looks very familiar. Oh, I see that. It's the mm-hmm. state of Kentucky, mm-hmm. which led me to learn that Jack Harlow is from Louisville. Okay. He's an up-and-coming uh, rap rap star, and he was the musical guest and did, I guess, what, uh, an okay job. But uh, Jack Harlow Well, ask made the younger his... kids what they thought. <laughs> yes, that's going to be my thing. He's, he's 23 years of age. So... Um, but he had a song, so he took the stage for a medley performance of his songs, Tyler Hero. Uh, so obviously a fan of Kentucky because Tyler Hero played at Kentucky and What's Poppin'. And then he returned to the stage to sing Same Guy with the Maroon 5 frontman. Oh, that's the name of a song. I thought you were asking us a question. I'm like, hold on. No, there, no. I don't know uh, what's poppin'. Dan Levy set the record straight on the SNL dressing room note that was inspired. Uh, he had left Regina King when he hosted, he left Regina King, a note at her dressing room and said, you've got this much love. Mm-hmm. And he was getting a lot of viral credit for starting that. And he said he didn't start it. 
Uh, Woody Harrelson had left a note for Phoebe Waller-Bridge in 2019, and Dan knew of that, and so he had asked, can he leave Regina a note? So he's trying to start a trend gotcha. to where, because it's such a unique experience to host, mm-hmm. it's kind of saying, you know, I've been through this, and I've got it, and... Um, you Should can you do scratch this. out names or write a whole new note? I think you start. I think I, I think they did not eliminate post-its from the SNL budget, so Good. I think there's a ready supply of post-its in the stock room yeah. at Thirty Rock where they can go and and draw. They might even have multicolored options and multicolored options of sharpies. So fancy because they are you know they're they're very uptown. Uh, they're uh, literally mm-hmm. uptown. Uh, you, the two of you, might want to put your coins together because you can own the Rosebud Motel. <gasps> we would love to. From Craps Creek. Speaking of Dan Levy, one point five nine million dollars. Yeah, I hope the roof's fixed for that kind of money. Amen. But yeah, I'd love it. You'd have to generate a. You'd yeah. have to generate a lot of rental income. To recoup your one point five nine yeah. million dollars, as long as the Rose Apothecary is still open, I do know <laughs> that. Um, well, and is and Chris, the cafe. Is yeah, Chris, yeah. Chris Elliott the mayor of the town where they? I'm not for sure if that's his name. The blonde-headed, yeah, kind yeah. of fraggly rock-looking kind yeah. of guy. Oh, yeah, 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 that's, yeah, yeah, that's a good description. Okay. Yeah. So uh, one like point six million dollars. <laughs> the Wonder Years is returning for an ABC reboot. And Don Cheadle is set as the narrator. Okay. Daniel Stern was the narrator yeah. in the original. I think Don Cheadle will do an excellent job. Yeah, I think so too. I think and be because you'll remember they're recasting it. It's a different, going to be a different suburban experience than yeah. it was uh, the first time. So it's going to be, uh, you know, it's going to be culturally different. So mm-hmm. it needs a different narrator. And I'm looking forward to seeing it. Too. Absolutely. we got to get to a break. We'll come back. We'll finish it up for the morning here on In the Know. Point to ponder for today. When we talk a lot about it, we call it hair. But when we talk about few of them, we call them hairs. Mm-hmm. Yeah, it's really bizarre. <laughs> That's backward. But it's collectively is a is a unit. But individually, it becomes pluralized. Yeah, which. So I it think just I'll, doesn't work. When I see my hairdresser, I'm going to say, cut my hairs and see if she catches on. She's going to then want a more defined like answer and say, hairs? well, which ones? Right. Because if you say sit down I, and cut my mm-hmm. hair, then they just go to town on all of it. Yeah, tomorrow, I, I, I'm not going to care which word I use. Confusing. <laughs> Try Confusing, it I'll tell you. Um, so right as we were coming out of, out of break, uh, my... Jukebox crashed. We may be without chart toppers today. Misty's going to have to sing them all. <laughs> well, you know, I got that. <laughs> On television tonight, American Idol. I thought it was interesting last night that Alyssa Ray mm-hmm. began last night's program. She ended last Sunday's, uh, last Monday's program. So they saved the best for last, the end of Monday, 
And then it's just right out of the gate, she got into the top 24 last night. Did and it make so, you worry, though, that she, was, she wasn't the best? Well, they did the – no, no. They did the little bit of toying with her, mm-hmm. like, well, you might not be going through. And mm-hmm. and then the last two of the night, the little girl from Florida and then the Alanis girl. You knew both of them. Are, you, well, sure? they, they have teased. They have acted like they're not in the top ten. I'll be shocked <clears throat> if the two of them aren't there. <laughs> so did our Kentucky boy go through to the 24th? He did not. No. Aww. A little bit like more experience, I think is. He's too. Of... He's just. He is exactly what you. The um, on Friday, I think I mentioned it that he was too much of a one trick pony, and yeah. that was not that was not my feeling entirely. I could Luke Bryan had been telegraphing where they were going to land on him because they were encouraging him. They said, do a modern song. So he said, okay, I will. I'm going to do Silver Wings by Merle Haggard. Like, uh, can you pick someone who's living? <laughs> that would be a more modern song. Okay. <laughs> I mean, yes, he did bring it into the 20th century. Well, he wait a minute. He was already in the 20th century. An old song. He's... His poor dad, he came out there like his dad was sure that he was going through. And he came out and he said, Dad, I think it's time we go home. And he cheered. He's like, oh, you made it through. I'm like, no, I didn't make it. <laughs> Bless Yikes. his heart. That was rough. Mm. <laughs> yeah. yeah. He is such a genuine soul. He really yeah. is. That's what I liked about him. Like, mm-hmm. if we need more of anybody influencing our kids it would be that kid and perhaps the highlight of the night though is that after they told him he wasn't going through they did a cut to present day to where luke facetimed him and fulfilled his promise that he would get to play the grand Ole opry and luke's going to play with him on the grand Ole opry oh that's awesome and so oh, that I'd like made, to be there yeah, yeah. that made yeah. me tear yeah, up a little bit it's kind of like because that's what he asked him in his original audition yeah what would happen if you got to play the Grand Ole Opry? He said, I would just have died and gone to heaven. Yeah. And Luke said, then I think I can make a call. Yeah. And so then they said, so he's going to, uh, I mean, he's cool. going to be successful at he something is. without yeah. a doubt. It, he's just not maybe American idol, material. idol material, but he can travel the circuit doing his, for to be his age and do so much throwback of Johnny Cash and all that. It's, well, it's, I mean, there's not a lot of kids out there going to come and fulfill and carry on that heritage of music either. That's so right. he may be a one-trick pony, but he may be the only pony in the show. Too. Eventually, yeah. The Eventually. numbers dwindle with each generation yes, until there will be kind of a rebirth and people will come back and it will get popular again. And it just the kind dulcimer of, is not a popular instrument. No, instrument it's not, they don't, not, many, not many fourth graders are playing the dulcimer or mm-hmm. the uh, electric Spoons. or the... Uh, Steel guitar. Uh, American Idol. So the rest of the top 24 is seated tonight. On Comedy Central, the Hall of Fame top 100 Comedy Central roast moments. Sounds riveting. National Geographic season six premiere of Running Wild with Bear Grylls. Is that how you say his name? G-R-Y-L-L-S. Nat Geo also has the premiere of Race to the Center of the Earth. And then you got two basketball games on CBS tonight. If you're so inclined. Two teams will punch their ticket to the final... Four. Today's highlight in history, this day, 1974, eight Ohio National Guardsmen were indicted on federal charges stemming from the shooting deaths of four students at Kentucky State University. 
Uh, no, Kent State University. I added the ucky. It was just Kent State University. Is it kind of hard when you see the word Kent? Isn't it natural to want to add ucky to the end of it to be Kentucky? Sure. Like if I type her name, if I'm trying to type Christ, it's almost natural for the Y to want to add to the end. Right, right. You know, so it's kind of. Birthdays today. Eric Idle is 78. The composer Vangelis, who did Chariots of Fire soundtrack, is 78 today. Amy Sedaris is 60. Elle McPherson is 58. Jennifer Capriotti is 45. Birthdays today. John Tyler, 10th U.S. President, 1790. Cy Young in 1867. By the way, great feature on Leslie Odom Jr. on CBS Sunday Morning yesterday, if you missed it. Mm. If you want to go back, he plays Sam Cooke in the new Regina King movie, The One Night in Miami. And he talks about where he was before he got Hamilton, how he got Hamilton. He didn't want to play Sam Cooke because he didn't want to go from playing Aaron Burr to playing Sam Cooke. And his manager and his... uh, Two people said, you're making a mistake by not doing this. And so he rethought it and he... And he did it. One of the great members of the original cast of Hamilton. Uh, oh, yeah. Also frequent guest, uh, frequent uh, viewer of the show, Tracy Reed. And our neighbor yeah. celebrating a birthday, birthday today. Birthday. Chart toppers, uh, Twist and Shout, The Beatles, number one in 64. Love Train, OJ's in 73. I Love Rock and Roll, Joan Jett in 82. Tara Kemp, Hold You Tight in 91. Third Eye Blind, Never Let You Go, was number one 21 years ago today. And Misty's going to sing that one. Go. Yeah. So, uh, yeah. Right Round, Flo Rida in 2009. And Finesse, Bruno Mars, and Cardi B, number one three years ago today. Yeah, I wasn't listening to you. What's the name of the song again? Never Let You Go by Third Eye Blind. I just thought you had. I thought you had Third Eye Blind on demand. I'm not a big Third Eye Blind fan. Really? Mm. I'm kind of shocked. I assume that you were just all in. That you own the entire catalog. Mm, I do, do not. <clears throat> not president of the Third Eye Blind fan club? No, not anymore. Not when they realized <laughs> I'd never heard any of their music. Not anymore. It was, yeah, I was demoted. MB's Pearl of Wisdom for today. In the game of life, it's a good idea to have a few early losses, which relieves you of the pressure of trying to maintain an undefeated season. In the game of life, it's good to have a few early losses, which relieves you of the pressure of trying to maintain an undefeated season. MB's Pearl of Wisdom for today. Look forward to seeing you back here tomorrow for another.